Things extraordinary are recounted in the first reading today from the book of Exodus. While these extraordinary events involve a bush which is burning, yet not consumed, the events to which I make reference, although they are related to it, the bush of itself is not one of the extraordinary phenomena of which I am to speak. On seeing the burning bush, Moses goes to investigate what is happening. He finds more, much more, than he could have ever imagined or expected. First off, God enters into conversation with him by calling him by his name in the biblical formula. Moses, Moses, to which Moses responds, here I am. God then speaks to Moses, and Moses speaks to God in the first of many conversations he is to have with God, as a friend speaks to a friend, face to face. Moses has looked upon the face of God and lived. He has not died. For it was commonly understood that the appearance of God caused fear of death, since it was believed that no one could ever look upon the face of God and live. Secondly, in this theophany today, God reveals himself to Moses as the God of his fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the living, hinting at and setting the stage, I might say, for the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Thirdly, God reveals his holy, transcendent, unknowable, and unutterable name to Moses, I am, and Moses receives permission from God to speak this name to others. Fourthly, God sent Moses on mission to deliver his people Israel from the slavery of Egypt, bringing them to the promised land. God had witnessed the affliction of his people at the hands of the Egyptians and heard their cry, knowing well what they were suffering. He has come down to rescue them and to lead them out of that place or that land of slavery and sin, misery and suffering, to a good and spacious land, the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. All of this because the Lord God is kind and merciful, crowning us with kindness and compassion. He is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in kindness. So surpassing is his kindness toward those who fear him and who obey him. Not exclusively with Moses do we witness these extraordinary interventions by God. So, too, do we experience them ourselves. God calls us in the very depths of our being and enters into conversation with us. He speaks to us 
as a friend speaks to a friend, face to face. And we live, we do not die. In his conversation with us, God calls us to repentance, to turn from our sins and evil ways before it is too late, to change our heart, words, and actions that we might be holy as he is holy. He asks that we separate ourselves from the temptations of the prince of darkness and the father of lies, and rather emulate our Lord, Messiah, Master, and Savior, Jesus Christ. This holy and grace-filled time of Lent disposes us now and prepares us to celebrate the Paschal mystery as we acknowledge our sins, seeking absolution and reconciliation. It is God, God alone, who initiates this extraordinary work in each of us, as he does in Moses, asking that we in turn cooperate with his desire, will, and grace. In the prophet Isaiah, we read God addressing sinners, that is, you and I. Wash yourselves clean. Put away your misdeeds from before my eyes. Cease doing evil. Learn to do good. Come now, let us set things right. Though your sins be like scarlet, they may become white as wool. Though they be crimson red, they may become white as snow, says the Lord. And some three centuries after Isaiah, the prophet Joel, around the year 400 BC, takes up the same message. Return to me with your whole heart, says the Lord, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. For gracious and merciful is he, slow to anger, rich in kindness, and relenting in punishment. A second extraordinary revelation of God is that he reveals himself to us as the God of the living, not of the dead, offering us a share in his divine, eternal life through the resurrection of his Son, Jesus Christ, from the dead. A third extraordinary revelation for us from God is his intimate, holy, life-giving name, Abba, that is, Father. He is a God and Father who is merciful and just, full of love and compassion, slow to anger, abounding in great kindness, a God from whom abundantly flows mercy and forgiveness. Our God is a God who joyfully and who lovingly welcomes the prodigal son, as we will hear in the gospel next Sunday. And the following Sunday says to the woman taken in adultery, who was about to be stoned to death, nor do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin anymore. Our prayer these days of Lent 
could well be to strengthen, to begin anew, and to rediscover the greatness of God's love for us, asking for the precious gift of his grace and forgiveness. He is rich in mercy and desirous of our reconciliation and salvation. May these days of Lent prepare us well for the new and overflowing life and merits of the Paschal Mystery and of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead.